0: Welcome in on a uh, Tuesday edition of the Bill Michaels Show. Good to have you. Here's a question for you. Think Justin Verlander's still upset after last night's pitch clock violation? (laughs) Brewers get a win last night, a uh, a solid win, and Ray pitched uh, his ass off, for lack of a better term. I mean, he pitched an extremely good night last night. That fourth inning was very key. Uh, but Verlander issued a pitch clock violation for throwing a warm-up pitch with 27 seconds left on the clock, and uh, which is a violation. So he got upset, and it kind of threw him off somewhat. He didn't pitch a bad game, but for the most part, uh, it is—it's uh, kind of comical that the Mets just—the uh, the, what was the headline in the paper today? The. Uh, worst first half money can buy. the official first half of the season for the Brewers I think is this week. So we're halfway through the season and I think it's this week like Thursday or something like that. And uh, the Brewers back on top, back on top you are what you record what your record says you are especially in baseball this time of year as you approach the halfway mark and so they are a team you got to contend with. the Brewers are. But, uh, yeah, last night, Justin Verlander, not happy. Not happy at all. 877-867-1670. That's the phone number. Uh, You can also get a hold of us on Twitter, at Bill underscore Michaels, at Bill underscore Michaels. You can find us on Instagram, The Bill Michaels Show. Uh, Facebook, the same. Go to Facebook.com slash The Bill Michaels Show. Uh, You can subscribe for free over on YouTube. And on Twitch TV, you can find us in both of those places. Simply Bill Michaels Show there. Uh, TheBillMichaels at gmail.com is the website, or is the the email address, TheBillMichaels at gmail.com. And then you've got the website, TheBillMichaels.com. You've got the the app, which is W-O-Z-N, The Zone Madison. The Zone Madison, you can find us. And uh, you can listen to us on W-O-Z-N. And then you can obviously uh, check us out every day after the fact on Spotify, Apple, iTunes, Google Podcasts, and such. Good morning to all over on the live stream. Good to see you today. Uh, So I want to say hi to everybody. Dwayne's listening to us down in Tampa and cast a thousand. So uh, thanks to everybody over there for paying attention to the program. Uh, The uh, Heather, good morning to you as well. And also to Capital Brewer and uh, Shasta. And Buck and Tom and everybody, so good to have everybody on today. So the Brewers get a win; they're back on top by a half game. Okay. The question is a couple of fold. Talking Brewers baseball right out of the chute. The question is a couple of fold here. One is, does the lineup need to change? Does there have to be a tweak in the line? nothing dramatic? nothing dramatic. Uh, but there are those that want to see others like moved around. First of all, the, the hanging on to Willie Adamas for whatever reason, he gets carte blanche to kind of do what he wants to do and hit where he wants to hit. And his numbers are in the toilet and you got to move the guy. I don't know why the obstinance to jumpstart him. I don't know. Maybe it's because they're looking at Christian Yelich. Who's finally starting to hit and give you the numbers. And, uh, Maybe they're saying, "Well, Willie will follow. He's going to be that. He's going to be that guy too. We'll we'll just stick it out with Willie, and Willie's going to start hitting the baseball." I don't believe it, but okay. Uh, the other aspect of this is, what is speaking of Christian Yelich, you know, and he's he's he continues to uh, to approach 275, continues to kind of get that bat. He was on again last night, early on in that ball game, leading off. In that ballgame. Now, um, one thing I will say is that uh, I am not in any way, shape, or form for those that are wanting to move him because he's hitting. I'm not moving him. 273, he was two for four last night. Not moving him. Don't mess with him. Don't talk about him. Don't look at him. Don't do anything. I'm not moving him. Right now, Yelich is doing what you want him to do. He's getting on base, 367 on base percentage. Slugging percentage, 432. You'd like to see more home runs, but uh, who cares? 273, he's approaching. Do you – I'd said at the beginning of the season, if he hits 275, gives me 25 home runs, I'm a happy guy. And he very possibly could hit that number. So good for uh, Joey Weimer, by the way. But uh, because he goes yard yesterday, wins that ball game. But the whole thing with Willie Adamas in the uh, top of the order last night, batting cleanup, as if that's going to somehow jumpstart him. Nothing like 0 for four with a couple of strikeouts and that that average plummeting down to two oh six, with a uh, on base percentage of a whopping two eighty seven. Uh, Contreras not good again last night. Rowdy Telez. Gave you the uh gave you the base knock, gave you the double, but still he's only hitting two eighteen and of rowdy's. I, I I I guess the question then becomes what what do you what's on the horizon? I know that there is a push on via fans between Sal Freelick and Keston Hera. Both guys sitting there raking, Sal Freelich's back kinda on the on the uh on the on the on the radar, so to speak. So what do you do? What do you do? Um, I'm kind of like, well, you know what? I would not mind seeing Sal Freelich. I would not mind seeing at some point, at some point, I think, you've got to go to look at Keston Hira and say you, you, we're going – because he doesn't have any options. That's a problem. So if you bring him up. And you don't want him anymore, and he does exactly what he's always done, then you're cutting him loose again, and you're probably not going to get him back. But then again, my question would be, so what? If it if you give him another opportunity, raking in the minors, and this time he doesn't produce, and it's just a dismal failure, move on, move on. It just he'll become a career minor leaguer. That's it. Who cares? But I would do something to try to bolster, at this point, the lineup. To tweak it. You don't need massive, massive, um, you know, overhaul. You just need a couple of bats. You need a spark at this point. That's it. So that that's all I'm thinking in all of this maybe you're thinking something different 867 1671 hit us up feel free uh give us a shout but I, i'm just a tweak just a couple of things here or there but you know i i don't know what you do with willie adams at this point just i know that he had the other night where he four for four and oh my god he's back and it's no you know, baseball is about a, the long run, the consistency, and you're not getting that. You know, it's a win last night. We're not talking like it was a loss, but what we are doing is looking down the road, going, okay, they're going to need more than this. You're going to need more than just pitching and, and some pretty solid defense. When you got guys that can hit, make out on the base, make outs on the base paths, base running mistakes, you can't steal a base to save your life or even create anything. It's like you're obstinate. It's like you just don't want to do it. I don't know why. I don't get it. But at this point, uh, I think what you do is you go, yeah, we're winning games. Yeah, we're winning some games. We're, we're, we're you know in the top spot in the central. Things are kind of working. But when you have descended over the last few years via your offensive productivity, And you're still holding philosophically onto your beliefs that this is the way to go, and all you're doing is watching your numbers go down. At some point, at some point, something else has something has to change. You gotta go, you know, this isn't working. We got really good pitching. Our defense has been better, but our offense sucks swamp water. We can see it, the fans can see it, the eyeball test can see it. Major League Baseball talks about it all the time. The MLB network always throwing up the stats about how bad we are. We're ranked bottom 5 in damn near every offensive category. Oh, this is working. Hang on to this like grim death. So, it's uh it's getting time to to change th- change some things up. And maybe they do it after the the All-Star break. I don't know. But I don't think you uh I don't think you wait much longer. Also coming up today, speaking of baseball, going to talk with our buddy Chuck Freeman, Locked On Brewers podcast, coming up here a little bit later. Just over uh, two hours from now, we'll we'll talk to Chucker about uh, what he's thinking regarding this Milwaukee Brewers baseball team. We'll chat with him. So that's going on today. Uh, And that's really, you know what, just got a lot of goofy little stuff you know, we talked a lot yesterday about the what-ifs when it came to Packers football and everything's quiet right now. We're going into the 4th of July holiday. We're uh, a week away from the 4th. Four- Can you believe it? We're a week away from the 4th of July. A week away. So uh, we got that going on. So we'll be, uh, we'll be, you know, kind of approaching the holiday. And then after that, you get into the uh, all-star break for Major League Baseball and then you start the downhill run you start the run into the second half of the baseball season the run into training camp you've got to, uh, you you get into the full sprint of offseason free agency for bucks basketball and what's going to happen in the nba so you got you got stuff and i mean the excitement begins to crescendo for badger football let's be honest probably one of the most exciting offseasons we've had in a long time so excited for that too so you got all that going on we got good things on the horizon. This is just kind of the kind of the slow period. It's kind of the you wake up every day doing what we do for a living, and you're thinking to yourself, "What's good today? Is there something controversial? Is there something that's unbelievable, like this incredible highlight or this incredible game or performance? Or, or uh, is there an unfortunate circumstance in which the police blotter becomes lit up overnight with somebody doing something incredibly stupid?" That we end up talking about. So I'm I'm excited. Uh, Brett says, I believe that I heard that the Brewers play both Cincinnati and the Cubs before the All-Star break. Could be the turning point. Um, I don't have the Brewers' schedule. Well, yes, I do. I think I do. Hang on a second. Nope, that's not it. Thought I had it, but I don't. Um, But I'll, I'll, I'll get it for you here, coming up here momentarily. So hang in there. For sure. Hang in there. Uh 8778671670877867 1670 yeah here real quick uh the brewers have coming up Brett uh coming up they got uh, three more against New York then they've got they've got them all as a matter of fact before the all-star break they've got three against Pittsburgh four against Chicago and three against Cincinnati now uh the brewers go from New York they go to Pittsburgh and they play three against Pittsburgh on Friday Saturday Sunday then back at American Family Field for the July 4th holiday. So you've got a 110 game next Monday. We've got a lot of day games. A 110 game next Monday. A 310 game at home next Tuesday. Then 710 and 110. And then you get into the Friday, Saturday, Sunday before the All Star break with Cincinnati at, at uh, American Family Field. So seven games. They don't have an off day between now and and the All-Star break, by the way. But you've got three more against New York, and New York is just awful. Three more against Pittsburgh on the road at PNC. Then you come home to American Family Field for a seven-game homestand just before the All-Star break in which you got four against Chicago and three against Cincinnati. Now, dare to dream. Dare to dream. This is the point, which you can either end up just with a huge lead you could just pad this lead and go go huge. Or it can go the opposite way, horrifically wrong, and make the all-star break that much more interesting as to the question of buyer or seller. Or you can just kind of tread water, you know? And then, you, again, you're still pondering the question of buyer or seller, but you're somewhat near the top. You're hanging around. You're waiting for Woodruff to come back and you're really not sure what direction your team's going in. You'd like to see the Brewers take two out of the next three against New York and then just win the series. Two out of three against Pittsburgh, three out of four against Chicago, two out of three against Cincinnati. To me, if you just win the series, just win series, the Brewers end up with maybe a three-game lead going in, maybe a four-game lead going into the All-Star break. And Cincinnati was on their streak. They 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 won their twelve games. The excitement was building. The crescendo was there. And then they lost two out of three to Atlanta. And they just that that big game on Friday night, man. That big game on Friday night where they pounded out eleven runs. They won eleven to ten in an exciting thriller and those ugly ass throwback uniforms or those City Connect craptastic uniforms they had. And since then since then, nah, baby, nah. So, because Cincinnati has since then lost three straight. The only team, by the way, that you have to really kind of look out for. Because the Chicago Cubs are still just three games back. Even though they ended up losing. But the only team you got to look out for is the team that's got a positive in the run differential category and a team that can't plate runs. And that would be the Chicago Cubs, believe it or not. You know, Strom's pitching extremely well. Their pitching staff is one of the best in baseball, but that's the only team with a positive 30 plus, by the way, run differential in the entire National League Central. There you go. Think about that for a minute. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. 867 1670 NFL uh, news coming up in just a little bit. Um... Yeah, Backyard Brews says the Patriots installed that big massive video scoreboard might be bigger than Jerry World in Dallas. Uh, I don't think, by the way, Backyard Brews, I'm just going to say, I don't think it's going to equate to wins. Just throwing it out there. Just throwing it out there. Sip, hey from Brown Deer. Uh, I got people listening all over the state of Wisconsin. We'll get back to that coming up here in just a little bit. Hey, our friends at uh, Kane and Kane Jewelers want to rock your world. They're in West Bend, Wisconsin. Go to Kane, K-O-E-H-N, kanejewelry.com. Big supporters of the Fisher House ride, the motorcycle ride coming up Sunday, September 3rd. Oh, my goodness. You got to tell your friends and neighbors, if you're a motorcyclist, please come out and join us. The push is on as we are pushing now into the month of July. So you got July and August get signed up, get pre-registered, get ready for those prizes that we're going to be giving away, and then we want to take you on a tour of the countryside, have a hell of a party after the fact, and raise a lot of money for our veterans, for military members, and their families. It's that simple. It's that kind of a great great event. And Kane and Kane Jewelers up in West Bend, they support the program. So hopefully you support them as well. If you need an engagement ring, an anniversary ring, just replacement ring, whatever it happens to be, go to Kane, K-O-E-H-N, KaneJewelry.com. That is KaneJewelry.com covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket. This is the Bill Michael show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone radio network.
1: Welcome to Palo Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. May I take your order? I'd like 9 windows, please. Of course. All our products are custom made just for you. I'm hoping they'll match my home. Of course they can. Have it your way. Excuse me. We're talking about windows, right? Yes, we customize any decor. Our design options are virtually limitless. Even more customized than your coffee. So, you're like my personal barista for windows and doors. Exactly. And you couldn't have picked a better time, because if you customize your order by August 31st, you can bundle and save big. Good deal. That was easy. Thank you. drive through. Pella's premium wood windows and patio doors feature distinguished craftsmanship and nearly endless possibilities. Bundle and save when you customize your order by August 31st at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Visit PellaWI.com.
0: Good to have you. Hey, reminder, uh, coming up tomorrow night, you've got uh, our friends down at the Northern Lights Photo Studio and Event Center. Live music back uh, Wednesday nights all throughout the summer. Go to northernlightseventvenue.com. And uh, they've got it right there on the Riverwalk, right by the Milwaukee River. So if you're looking for a good time, a beverage, sit out by uh, the uh, water, watch some boats go by. And it could be dinners, weddings, photo shoots, business events, whatever it happens to be. Northern Lights Photo Studio and Event Center. Go to Northern Lights Event Venue.com. That's Northern Lights Eventvenue.com. Northern Lights Event Good stuff. 877 867 1670. 877 867 1670. If you got anything going on, uh and as a matter of fact, I think we're down there. I think we're broadcasting from there again next uh next Wednesday if I'm not mistaken. So I think we're going to be there. Speaking of where we're going to be uh, this Friday, going to be at Summerfest uh, down on the uh, Generac stage. Thanks to our friends from Generac for inviting us down. We're going to be doing the show from down there. So it should be a kind of a cool show to watch that day, to be able to see all the different, uh, you know, point venues that we get a chance to take a look at. And in addition to that, uh, we're going to be there next, or, or this uh, Saturday as well. Now, uh, Saturday, not doing a show, not doing a broadcast. I'm going to be part of the uh, the Fisher House booth. So it's uh, First Responders Day, and I know we're going to be there. The Red Cross is going to be there. There's going to be a couple of other uh, tents down there. And we're just going to be kind of raising awareness and hanging out and taking donations and all that kind of good stuff. So if uh, you're around Summerfest uh, on Saturday and you're heading down there, I'm going to be in the booth from 3 to 6. So come on by and say hi. But, again, we're going to be down at the Generac stage coming up this weekend. Friday, with the I'll, I'll be up on the upper deck doing the show. And then on Saturday, we'll be at the booth down below, uh, raising awareness for Fisher House, Wisconsin. So hope to see you there. Looking forward to it. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. If you want to give us a shout, please give us a shout. Steve says possible, but it was just a matter of time before the Reds came back to Earth. I still... I know Cincinnati's a good team I don't think they're a great team I don't think they're a division winning team yet I just don't I think that uh, they're still a little bit away and they got a pop from they got a pop from De la Cruz they got a pop from Vado uh before they started this uh, three-game losing streak they were uh four in I think they were 14 and two with uh De la Cruz so it was kind of like related to the spark that he gave that team. But I think – and especially in that game uh, the other night when he ended up hitting for the cycle. I mean, it's just it's it, – he's been incredible to watch. But I still think that with what's gone on over the last three games, I think you're kind of seeing more of what really Cincinnati is. So uh, – and they were winning. I mean, don't give them credit because it's not like all of a sudden they left Great American Ballpark and they are not winning because their winning streak started on the road for the first – six or seven games or something like that. So they were able to win on the road, but I just think they're kind of falling back down to earth. That's all. Um, Dave says they need to sit to Les, uh, Urias, and Adamas, bring in Tapia, Montessario, and Perkins, and Toro. Uh, They need – you don't need massive shakeups. There's a couple of things that I think. First and foremost, I think the Jesse Winker – Uh, I think they're going to hang on to him for just a little bit longer, but that is proving to be an epic fail. He is not the guy that beat up the National League Central three, four, five years ago. Okay. And it's, it's being figured out. Uh, Rowdy Telez, as fun as he is to watch, it's, it's just, it's not working. The power numbers aren't there. The justification to keep him in the lineup's not there. Um, it's just not working. I'm sorry. It's just not. Um, then you've got, uh, which, by the way, did you see Vogelbach uh, on a pass ball, call third strike, Vogelbach uh, gets to first. Did you, first of all, watching him run made me giggle. But when you had Vogelbach and Telez both standing at first base last night, did it like not look like two truck tires fell off somewhere when two guys with that? I mean, they got some big heads. I got a big head. Don't get me wrong, but damn, they look like two truck tires meeting. <laughs> it looked like the back end of a semi standing there. It's like, holy crap. Rowdy Tellez and Vogelbach both standing on first base. <laughs> it's just, just killing turf, man, just killing turf. So that was pretty funny last night. But, uh, but yeah, it's it's you could use a power hitting first baseman or at least a first baseman that can get you give you a better average at this point. I don't think you're gonna bring Kestin here up to play first base, though. I just don't. I know they tried to make him a first baseman. It messed with him. But maybe that's what you do if if you just give him an opportunity. But and 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 some people are saying, well, why Sal Freelich? Well, he he's finally back. He's starting to hit. Um but that would be maybe the next ready guy to come up. And I know that, you know, when you talk about a 240, 250 batting average down in the minors, that's not something that normally gets you to the bigs. But it's better than what they're doing in the bigs, you know. It's better than what's going on up here. Uh, you go by the motto, I guess, at this point in time, can't hurt. <laughs> so, uh, 877-867-1670, you got, a, you got got a thought on this. Uh, please go ahead and do so. Uh, Craig says over on Twitter, says, Teles and Adamas can both be shipped out of town. Got to believe Burns is in the middle of a trade whirlwind right now. Find a major stick at first base for him. And I got another question uh, during the break uh, over in the email inbox, and, and it, this was uh, from Paul. And he said, why do you think you get more in the offseason for Burns? And I want to get into that, too. So I, because there's this push on from some that believe, hey, get rid of Corbin Burns now. He's not pitching really well, and you're going to get something for him. Teams are up against it, and you're going to get a first base or a big stick, and go ahead and do that. I want to talk about that when we come back because I, I, I got a difference of opinion there, and and we either side could be right, but I'll give you my opinion on it when we come back. So stay tuned for that. Hey, our friends at Great Lakes Dragway, Great Lakes Dragway, the oldest continuous operating, continuously operating track in the world. They are right here in our own backyard, Union Grove, Wisconsin. Go to greatlakesdragaway.com. You got the needful speed. They've got it for you. That's a place where you can open it up and let it go. And uh, the track has been newly resurfaced. It's fast. Again, greatlakesdragaway.com. Call them 262 302 2138. Great place. I'm sure they got spectacular fireworks and things going on down there during the fourth. And on weekends, and just a fantastic place, fun place to go to as well. Again, 262 302 2138, and it won't break the bank. Again, GreatLakesDragaway.com. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is The Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Good to have you back. Big supporter of the motorcycle ride is our buddy Joe Hennis and the gang out at Smoke on the Water on Okachi Lake. And our friends from Sloppy Joe's Saloon and Spoon on Hubertus in Hubertus. Either place can't go wrong, but Joe has got uh, such a goldmine going on out there with Smoke on the Water on Okachi. They do so many different things. They got comedy nights coming up. They do bingo. They do so many things in the hall downstairs. They open up the garage doors. You're like right there on the lake. And... It's just so cool, and uh, if you've not been out there yet, I highly recommend it. If you have been, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Keep on going, but thanks to Joe and Ellen and the whole gang from both Smoke on the Water and Okachi Lake and Sloppy Joe's Saloon and Spoon for supporting the motorcycle ride and coming up uh, at some point this year. I know Joe always does a fall ride, and that benefits Fisher House, Wisconsin, too, So, and we'll try to be a part of that, but thanks to Joe and the gang over at Smoke on the Water and Okachi and uh, on Hubertus in Hubertus. That's Sloppy Joe's Saloon. And Spoon, good stuff from, the, from there. Uh, Adam Hay from Erie, Pennsylvania. Um, so I uh, got, you know, some people chiming in from all over, as a matter of fact. People down in Tampa. Uh, this one's from, uh, this is Mark, who says he is listening to us in Dallas, Texas. Uh, got Sip and Brown Deer uh, over on the live stream. So I got people all over the place. And uh, this is, uh, belt. and I'm probably pronouncing this wrong, Belt Belfulo. Uh, from uh, uh, from Hawaii, Belfulo, Belfulu. Uh, I, I I I'm screwing it up. I'm sure, but thank you for listening. <laughs> so, I apologize. Okay, here's the thought because uh, there is two two th- thought processes here. Okay, so. The question was, hey, Bill, why do you think you get more in the off season for Corbin Burns? The time pressure of the deadline and other teams putting pressure on each other to make big deadline moves, the more competitive that is, the time to make a move and therefore better price. And if the market isn't there, you don't have to make a move. I'm not saying that if the right deal doesn't come along, you don't make a move. But what I'm saying is, is that if you get to the offseason – First of all, it, it a couple of things. If he starts pitching well, yeah, the price is gonna go up a little bit. But do you wanna pull him out of a, a strong rotation when four strong starters in the postseason is what you need? Okay. Ray has pitched well, but is Ray Corbin Burns? If Burns kind of gets puts it back together and gets that cutter going right again? Right? So you kinda you ask yourself what you know, what the lesser of two evils is probably what you stay with. And you don't want to weaken your team. So my argument is that you could probably get yourself involved in a a three-team at least deal to draw more back in return for Corbin Burns rather than just a straight-up two-team trade. You know? Um, Now, again, if you can get yourself a legitimate first-base stick, if you're going to get back starters, that's great what I don't want to see is, Hey, we got the three top prospects in there, in their in their uh, you know, in, in their on the roster. Oh, great. Yeah. They're going to be ready in two years. I, you're getting rid of a bonafide starter. You're trying to make a stretch run. I don't give two dams about prospects at that point. If you're out of it, then I understand it. You start building again, you start grabbing prospects, but if you're in it and you're trying to win it, I don't, I don't care about prospects. You need bats. You need legitimate hitters right now. You could use a first baseman. You can always use depth in your outfield. You can get a legit DH. You need bats, right? Hell, you could ship off Willie Adamas for all I care. But you need bats. So if you're going to get a bonafide bat in return... Okay, I'm up for a bigger consideration. But remember, at that point in time, you need a bat, they need a pitcher. Do you just get a bat? Do you get a bat and a prospect? Do you get two bats for what you're giving up for, for pitching that is so coveted? Because, again, the old adage is good pitching beats good hitting every damn day of the week, Right? So how much are you going to get in return for Corbin Burns? And if Burns is somewhat down, then I don't I wait for the offseason. You you can milk it more in the offseason. You know? Then you can if you had to send Corbin you back to arbitration and then work it through and then maybe you know you got to get rid of him by seasons by midseason. So you probably do it. You're going to end up getting less for him, but you know, the, there's still the process you can go through. It's not like you're flat back against the wall type of deal. But uh, anyway, uh, that that's the reason if I, I'm not as anxious to trade Burns as many of you are, is because I still feel that there is the ability to get more for him in the offseason. 8-7, because they also know that, that you're anxious this time of year. You're as anxious to get a bat as, as they are to get an arm. So you may not get as much. But if I'm going to trade Corbin Burns, I'm getting bona fide starters. I don't want a bunch of prospects. I don't I don't want that crap. It doesn't do anything for me right now. Nothing. Unless you got De La Cruz coming back in your deal, I don't care. 877, 867, 1670, 877, 867, 1670. Um, pac Fan says with the Brewers' luck they're going to hold on to him, not be happy with the offers in the offseason, go to arbitration with him again, then he'll be a shadow of himself and will never maximize his potential, as trade value. I mean, that's, you know, he could end up, uh, he could do his next start tomorrow and get hurt. Who knows? The the, the And I know people say, well, you know, like Kyle, he's, he hasn't done much to boost his trade value. His trade value is still there a guy that's a former Cy Young Award winner, look at what's been paid to guys like Verlander and company. And they are not the same pitchers. They weren't the same pitchers. So there. when it comes to pitching, especially with a young pitcher about to hit the free agent market for his first time, every team out there believes that the grass is greener in their backyard. Pitching is different. It's a different animal. Just is. Just a different animal. Uh, Mike says, everybody's saying get the big hitter. Other teams want a big hitter as well. Do you think the Brewers will uh, outbid everybody? I don't. No, but the Brewers have the biggest trade chip. They got Corbin Burns. If indeed that's the direction they go. If you trade a big bat, a consistent bat, a good bat for Corbin Burns, and that's what you end up with, I'm okay with that. That's not a horrific deal. That's, that's not bad. It's not about bidding at that point. It's about, hey, we we got Corbin Burns. We're going to weaken our pitch, pitching staff, but we need bats. Do you want them, yes or no? If you want them, then you're going to give us a bat, you're going to give us some prospects, and then we're going to move on. So it's not about outbidding everybody. It's about listening to the best bid for Corbin Burns. 877 877 867 1670. Uh, Mark says, Bill, with every start, don't you think Corbin Burns' value goes down? No. Now, if he gets hurt, yeah. But his velocity's still the same. It's not like he's gone from 98 down to 91. His velocity's still the same. It's just they've kind of figured out that cutter a little bit, and the placement of it hasn't necessarily been perfect. But he's still got the velocity. No arm issues. It could be just he's he, he's putting pressure on himself to go out. Every t- I still think that's what it is. I still think that's what it is. Some guys, when they know a big contract's on the horizon, some guys go out and they just perform. They're just like, okay, I'm going to crush it. And they go do that, and it is it is what it is. Pac fan, no, it has not. His velocity's not gone down. They just talked about this last night on the broadcast. No, it is not. It's It's been up and down, but it's not consistently gone down. No, it is not. 100% disagree. Uh, but he's still a Cy Young Award winner. Otherwise, if his velocity was consistently down, they'd probably pull him and see if there was something physically wrong with him. 877-867-1670. I just listened to this last night. Just listened to it last night with Jeff Levering talking about how his velocity is still good and they're just blowing so much smoke up his ass and it's just a cutter and it's been figuring things out and blah, blah, blah. Uh, Let's do this. We're going to go ahead and take a quick break. We're going to come back. Got a lot more of the Bill Michael Show coming up. Stay tuned. This portion of the program brought to you by friends at Epoxy Flooring Done Right. Go to EpoxyFlooringDoneRight.com. That's EpoxyFlooringDoneRight.com. Call in 262-443-2852, 262-443-2852. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show next. Ready. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network.
1: Welcome to Palo Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. May I take your order? I'd like nine windows, please. Of course. All our products are custom-made just for you. I'm hoping they'll match my home. Of course they can. Have it your way. Excuse me? We're talking about windows, right? Yes, we customize any decor. Our design options are virtually limitless even more customized than your coffee so you're like my personal barista for windows and doors exactly and you couldn't have picked a better time because if you customize your order by august 31st you can bundle and save big good deal that was easy thank you drive through Pella's premium wood windows and patio doors feature distinguished craftsmanship and nearly endless possibilities. Bundle and save when you customize your order by August 31st at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Visit PellaWI.com.
0: Welcome back. Good to have you. The Bill Michaels Show. Continuing on. Hey, if you're going to be heading down to Summerfest at all and you want to take the shuttle, it's our friends from Stenny's, second and National Walkers Point. That's where you can catch the shuttles. They run shuttles to everything from Summerfest over to Brewers Games, even Packers Games. So start looking into it. Second and National Walkers Point, Milwaukee's best sports bar by far. Really good food, cold beverages. You're all good to go. That's at Stenny's. And as they say, You should be here. Um, This whole thing, uh, pac fan says, his average velocity has dropped from 83rd percentile to 75th to 64th. Who cares? That's because guys are throwing harder and the group as a whole is throwing harder. Corbin Burns, the downturn is not due to declining stuff. He's lost a tick on his cutter. It still averages between 97 and 94 miles an hour. Still upper 90s on the most part. You look at his velocity uh, in 2020 was 93.1, 2021, 95.1, 95.1 in 2022, 94.4 in 2023. So it's a, it's a less, it, it's a half mile an hour, basically, on his full velocity. 95.7 is the average. It hasn't gone down. It hasn't gone down. Uh, you go to the baseball savant. And you look at the location, the location of his all, all of his cutters. He throws his cutters at 94.3 miles an hour, tops out at 97.3. He's typically had 17 and a half revolutions, which is 2641 RPMs, which has not declined. He throws it in the strike zone 50% of the time. That's just his cutter. The location of the curveball, on average, 79.8 miles an hour this season, tops out at 83.7, typically has 21.7, which is 2,756 RPM revolutions hand-to-plate. The location of all of his changeups on average, 89.3 miles an hour, tops out at 91 when he's throwing the ball, typically in a fastball at 97.2 miles an hour. Typically has 14.4 revolutions, 2,051 RPM. From hand to plate, he throws it for a strike 41% of the time. I can go through the list. He's down less than a half of mile an hour. It's been more the location than it has anything. It's not like he's gone from 98 to 91. He went from 95.1 to 94.4. A half mile an hour. That's it. Just so you know. 877 867 1670 You want to give us a shout, please feel free to go ahead and do so. The big, uh, there was a big write-up on it. I think it was like Brew Crew Ball or something like that, too. Yes, when you look at the percentile versus all pitchers, but you also look at the tick where pitchers have gone up. It's not like it stays stagnant at 92 miles an hour, and that's what everybody's measured against. It's because pitching overall has gotten faster. I don't read him against other pitchers. I make sure I look at his arm and his arm alone. It's about location. Otherwise, Greg Maddox wouldn't have had a career. Greg Maddox topped out at about 89 miles an hour. That was it. He wasn't a guy that was, you know, Nolan Ryan and up there at 93, 95 miles an hour, which was unheard of at the time. Um, let's see here. This one's from uh, Mac. Mac says, uh, Hey Bill, I still think Corbin Burns is going to be able to turn it around. He just needs a little time away after the all-star break. I look for a different Corbin Burns. Uh, our buddy Steve says, good morning, Bill. It wins a win, but the crew should have won that game last night by five or six runs. A lack of clutch hitting with runners in scoring position bad enough. But what makes it worse is the amount of strikeouts with runners in scoring position. The other issues that I think they all uh, made four outs on the bases in the past couple of games. Uh, they are their own worst enemy. However, kudos to Colin Ray on a strong start last night. I agree. Adamus needs to be moved to sixth or seventh. Look, everybody else gets moved around. The only one that's gotten moved up has been Christian Yelich. Everybody else can get moved around, bounced around. What is Why is Willie Adamas some kind of golden calf? You can't move him. That I, I don't understand. Um, then who do you hit in the three hole? Owen Miller, Brian Anderson, anyone. Anyone at this point. Move them around. I think the answer has got to uh, be a bat and got to get a bat sooner rather than later. I would also like to see Victor Caratini used a little bit more. And I like the thought of Keston Hura getting called up and Luis Urias sent down uh, to get a swing worked on. Have a great day. The only problem with bringing in Keston Hura is no options. Once he's there and he's on that roster, he's there. That's it. If you want to get rid of him, you got to get rid of him. Not much to move there. 877 867 1670. Charles says, uh, Hey, Bill. I uh, love the uh, information on Corbin Burns. They were talking about it last night. I heard it during the broadcast. Do you think that he's lost a little velocity, though, off of his fastball? No. What they were talking about was, yeah, he's down a tick, a half mile an hour. But he's lost some movement. He doesn't throw a forcing fastball basketball very often. It's more about the placement of the cutter, the change, than it is anything else they've just caught up to the cutter. The cutter was always so devastating. Doesn't have the same movement on it right now. That's all. I I think part of it is when you start I don't want to say overthrowing, but when you're just not in that whatever that rhythm whatever you want to call it. When and pitch selection, but I think it's I think it's placement and I think it's it's just you're trying to kill it every time out because you're trying to prove to the world that you're worthy of a bunch of money. I think that's it. Hang in there. We got a lot more to get to. Good stuff today. Good stuff today. A lot more of the Bill Michael show coming up. Hang in there. Stay tuned. We got more coming up right after this.